Welcome to a Christian Girls POV podcast. I'm your host, Mariah. And I'm your other host, Bailey. <laughs> and this is our next episode of Stagnant Struggles. Were we supposed to say that together? I'm so sorry. You want to do it again? Yes. Stagnant and Struggles! struggles. <laughs> <laughs> this week's selfishness. Like Bailey was with that intro. Anyways. Selfish. Um, I'm just kidding. Um, but so, before we get into yeah. the nitty gritty. We have some unfortunate news. Trump. Well, well, half of us have unfortunate news. No, the first unfortunate news was that Bailey couldn't go to Trunk or Treat with yeah. us anymore. Um, but tell, <laughs> tell the Trunk or Treat. Tell. So we had our pajamas. Like, me and Sophie were having a real good time. Um, and we, like, the way we did it is we had, like, when kids showed up, they got tokens and they could vote for which trunk was best. And by the end of the night, me and Sophie had a single digit number of tokens. And so we were like, <laughs> uh, guess we're not winning. Um, so yeah, we lost. But, but Bailey also witnessed a loss. Yeah, so I couldn't go to Trunk or Treat because me and my family actually went to see the Braves play in the World Series in Atlanta on Sunday night. And so that was, I was very sad to miss Trunk or Treat, but that was like a once in a lifetime experience. Unfortunately, the Braves lost Sunday, but they came back Tuesday and won the World Series. And it was cray-cray, and everyone screamed, and, you know, it was just a happy day in the Betzel household, and probably all over Southern America. Your dad lit off some fireworks, didn't he? Yes. My dad was so excited <laughs> for the Braves to play this last game of the World Series, or, like, what he hoped to be the last, which it was. Anyways, he bought, we bought fireworks before the game even started, and so me and Mariah were getting dinner that night anyway, so... She came with me to get the fireworks, and that was quite the story. I think it was just very interesting because it was November 2nd, and... Like, who's buying fireworks on November 2nd? We were probably the only customers that day. Oh, that month. That month. No one had been there since July 4th. Probably. Um, So we walk in, and we're, like, looking around, and then this, like, couple, like, this woman, like, runs out. She's like, oh, like... What do you need? What are you looking for? Do you have any questions? This is the man you direct them to. Like, give us your questions. And Bailey was like, oh, actually, I do have a question. Like, where are your, like, finale fireworks? Um, and the guy's like, I know exactly what you need. And then he starts asking some interesting questions. <laughs> he was, like, asking me my my dad's name first and last. <laughs> my name. Where you go to school. Where I go to school. How old you are. Well, where you live. No, he didn't ask me how old I was. But he, he just guessed. He guessed <laughs> I was 18. And I was like, okay. And okay. yeah, where I lived. Yeah. Um, and then, like, uh, the woman, when we're walking to get the firework, oh she looks at Bailey. She goes, how'd you get your lace to look like that? And Bailey, like, the guy goes, she does cheerleading. And we were like, what's going on? No, I was and like, yeah, I play softball. And she goes, and she goes, your legs are that muscular from softball? <laughs> and I was like, well, I lift weights too. And she goes, ooh, I should start lifting weights. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> get, I just want my finale <laughs> fireworks. I know. And then um, we get to the register, and he, like, asks Bailey where she goes to school. And, well, no, he guessed where you go to school. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. And he said, oh, I do you know so-and-so? They work there, yeah, right? Yeah, it's a teacher there. And um, the woman was like, he is fine. He is fine. If I was young, I would, like, sink my claws into him. 
That's when we were like, okay, let's get out of here. Yeah, let's make a swift exit and never return. Um, Unless we need fireworks again. Then they're the people to go to. <laughs> yeah, we're actually, this is a sponsor. <laughs> no, oh, oh my gosh. And then, like, when we left, the guy gave Bailey a business card, and he said, if your dad gets to set up this firework, like, tell him to call me, and we'll set it off together. Yeah, we didn't call him. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Because it was a little creepy. Low creepy. Just, just tinge. Just tinge. Just tinge. Is, is um, it tinge? I think it's tinge. I've been thinking about this for months now. <laughs> is it twinge or tinge? A tinge. A twinge. A tinge. I feel like I never said either, so I can't really <laughs> comment on this, but I feel like tinge sounds better. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, originally, our topic today was supposed to be on anger. Um, but we changed it to selfishness once we started, like, getting our notes together and doing all the things. Yeah, we just, I guess when we were talking about anger, we kind of kept coming back to the topic of selfishness. And I feel like that's more, like, I think our world is angry, but I think of a lot of the ways we, I guess, express our anger or where our anger comes from is mainly selfishness. Right, and if we're really talking about, like, stagnant struggles, things we face every day in our culture, especially right now, is selfishness. Right. I mean, with, like, whether it's cancel culture or just main character energy, like, being, like, everyone needs to have this, you know, like... We're going to dive into all of that. We're getting into all of it. Sorry, getting ahead of myself. Getting ahead of yourself. Okay. Um, But we wanted to start off by saying, like, it's not, like, inherently sinful to get angry because Jesus got angry. Like, Jesus flipped tables in the church because they were gambling in there. And so he was mad that they were doing that in his father's house. And so he was angry. But as we know, like, Jesus never sinned. So we wanted to talk about, like, first talk about why that wasn't a sin. Right. And, like, as Paul said in Ephesians, be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger. There's a very big difference between selfish anger and righteous anger. Yeah. So, um, one thing our youth pastor told us once was that His name's Chandler. (laughs) (laughs) He told us that anger stems from love. And so, um, and that's where you can find righteous anger and selfish anger. Like, Righteous anger is love for others and love for, like, what is good. But selfish anger comes from, like, love from yourself. And so Jesus, when he flipped the tables, it was righteous anger because he had love for God and, like, love for others and love for the church. And so that's why that wasn't sinful. Right. So the only true way to fight selfishness and anger is to imitate Christ's example in the Bible Um, And so we want to give you three, like, practical ways that you can apply that in your life or Uh, practice that. Yeah. So the first way we came up with to practice Christ's imitation is patience. And so in Proverbs, it says, Those who control their anger have great understanding. Those with a hasty temper will make mistakes. Yeah. And I think it's really important, like, obviously not to respond with anger, but also to be, like, patient with Mm -hmm. how you respond because like you like you can get so heated and so angry over things and want to just light it up Mm -hmm. and like just you know like tell everyone exactly like put everyone in their place like just do all the things but sometimes you should just like take a step back right like just simmer on that or like distract yourself do something like you don't want to do anything out of anger right um because i mean 
that's when you ruin friendships. That's when you say things you don't mean because you're upset. Yeah, typically most, I feel like it's not wrong to say most sinful anger comes from making a hasty decision. Yeah. Like you get angry and you react. And so if you practice patience, then you give your time, yourself time to like calm down and like really like assess the situation and be like, I mean, why am I really angry? And, like, mm-hmm. how should I respond to this in a way that reflects Christ? Right. Like, the question that everybody asks, WWJD, <laughs> what would Jesus do? Jesus would forgive. Jesus would forgive. Jesus would not react <laughs> in anger. Right. And, like, when you, like, circle, when I bet you money, if you, like, just take a step back and just think about why am I angry, it's going to circle back to selfishness. Yeah, that's like, true. Like, I mean, people will hurt you, and obviously they shouldn't, but, but... we're all sinful. Right. You Like, one of the first things you need to realize when someone hurts you is that nobody's perfect, and yeah. we all mess up in different ways, um, and it's, it's really easy to, like, get angry out of selfishness. And so another word word another verse that we have to go along with patience is ecclesiastes 7 9 which says be not quick in your spirit to become angry for angry for anger lodges in the heart of fools and so this is basically saying like if you react quickly mm-hmm. and if you're quick in your spirit to become angry then you're a fool right and it's right there it's right there in the bible and mm-hmm. i don't want to be a fool i don't want to react to anger and be quick to anger and not be patient with people, you know? Fact. Next. Fact. Um, number two is <laughs> humility. Number two in another way to imitate Christ. Yes. Right. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, we live in a world that consistently praises and encourages selfishness. Um, whether it's put yourself first or as long as you're happy, like... Those are the things they tell us all the time. And one of the things I said earlier is, like, one thing they're pushing right now is main character energy. Um, which well, basically... Well, yeah, let's explain what main character yeah. energy is. So, like, basically main character energy is just, like, you are the main character not only in your life but in everyone else's life. Like, everyone is a right, side character right. in your life. Everyone basically. is your side character and you are the main character, which is a gross. <laughs> like, yeah, people take that and they, like raise that like that's like people are like oh yeah you go girl like you're the main character right when we really should be looking like i'm not the main char- like if right. i'm the main character then you're a side character right like there's not going to be multiple main characters right and if the whole thing we're talking about is being an imitator of christ if you're living like you're all that and you're like the main character yeah. people aren't going to look at you and see christ no and Truthfully, if we're really looking at the main character energy, Jesus is the real main character Amen. in everyone's life. <laughs> like, he created you, he saved you, and, like, he, like, is your life. He is, like, the meaning of life. Right. And so you can't be the main character when Jesus is already the main character. Right. So if we're really looking at it, we're all side characters. In Jesus' story. Jesus' story. So we got to debunk the whole main character energy. Get it out of here. Yeah, Mythbusters. We're the new Mythbusters in town. Shut it down. Shut it down. 
But going back to how we're supposed to imitate Christ, I mean, Jesus couldn't be further from selfish. Yeah, he showed humility in his whole life. Right, and just the thought of being humble is to not be arrogant, assertive, or boastful. And Jesus was none of those things, and our goal in life should be to be like him. Yeah. Yeah, I would definitely say Jesus showed that. Like, he wasn't... He was assertive in what mattered. He was assertive in the gospel. But, like, when it came to, like, about Jesus, he wasn't assertive. He wasn't boastful. Like, we're told to boast about Christ. Right. Um, Not to boast in ourselves or what we can do. Um, And so I think that's really important. Like, we can look to God to that. Not just, like, when God died died on the cross for our sins, that was obviously very humble, putting everyone above himself. And that's a good example we can look to, but we can also look to just, like, God's everyday life, you know, and his humility literally throughout his whole life. Right. And I think one thing that everyone needs to face that a lot of our culture doesn't is that life isn't about you. Mm -hmm. Um, And we often see our lives through, like, the self-centered lens of my purpose in life is to be happy and I need to do and have whatever it takes to get me there when really the only thing that's going to satisfy that is Christ. Yeah. And, I mean, if our ultimate goal is to spend eternity with Jesus, we can reach for all the things in our like in this life that we want to, be it relationships, success, money, whatever. We can't take that with us. Like, in the end, all we have is our relationship with Christ. Yeah. So I guess really what I'm trying to get at here is, are you trying to make much of Christ in your life or yourself? Mm, that's a really good point yeah because if we're trying to again you know trying to make much of christ Mm -hmm. that's imitating christ because he made much of god during his life jesus did and then if we're making much of ourselves that's not humble that's not humility right like if jesus the creator and savior of this world can make much of christ while he's here on earth then you know that's how we should live too you know so can we Right. And, like, going back to main character energy, you can't also be the main character in your life. Like, your life is centered around one thing. Is it you or is it Christ? Because, I mean, it can't be both. Mm-hmm. Praise him. And okay. praise him. So, our third and final point on um, how to fight selfishness and anger um, and imitating Christ is forgiveness. So, Bailey and I really wanted to talk about, like, we both are, we handle forgiveness differently, and we wanted to talk about that, because, like, very differently, because we both believe in forgiveness, obviously, Obviously. because we're both forgiven by, okay, anyways. Forgiven by Jesus. No? Um, Lil B starting her career next fall. Everyone tune in. Watch out for my debut album. We already got a cover of her doing lip gloss, but that's beside the point. (laughs) Back to forgiveness. (laughs) So, um, Bailey, do you want to start? (laughs) Yeah, I'll start. So, a way, like, our forgiveness differs because I'm a person to forgive and forget. Like, I, I'll hold grudges occasionally, but a lot of times, like, I just, I try to let it roll off my back, and I'm just, like, I don't know, like, I just can forget, and sometimes that's good, like, we're told to kind of forgive and forget but sometimes it's hard because that leads to people like walking all over me right 
So and it's, I, you got to find a middle. I think that's how we're different because I like you're more of like I'm like if we if I give if you ask for forgiveness and I forgive you, we are starting mm-hmm. over. Mm-hmm. Like that's like that's how I see. I mean, obviously, correct me if I'm wrong, but that's how I kind of see you no, do. Yeah, and it's like like you're back to where you started. Like you're gonna f- defend them through thick and thin. Like they're like clean slate with you. Yeah. With me, I'm more of like, if you ask me for forgiveness, it's like that with me. Absolute clean slate. If you don't, I I will, okay, I will forgive you, but it's quite impossible for me to forget. Like, yeah. I'm, like, I'm going to be extremely cautious. Like, I'm not going to let you hurt me in the same way you did before. Like, I just won't. Like, I so I usually, like, I forgive and I, like, I have been on the whole garden but like i i forgive it's just i can't like i physically cannot forget like i can't i can't yeah. the end <laughs> so we wanted to bring up like our different like practices of forgiveness because like to show you that there's not one right way to forgive but there's also things we can always work on like right. mariah holding grudges and then me like just letting people kind of walk over me and not being cautious like, we need to find that middle ground, which is, again, what Jesus did. Right. You know, we're called to imitate him. And one thing we're trying to do with this podcast is not only just, like, tell you what to do, but we're also trying to help ourselves. Like, because right. obviously both of us need to work on this. Right. Um, yeah, we want to tell our experiences so we can help you and us. <laughs> you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So, one of the base... Stop laughing at me. One of the base things we need to know about <laughs> so one of the like no the main thing we need to know when talking about forgiveness is that god forgave all sins like he did not discriminate if someone is asking for forgiveness from a sincere heart god forgives them and we're told to be imitators of christ so how can we do this when we refuse to forgive someone yeah and i'd say that goes along the line of grudges like for refusing to forgive someone you mm-hmm. know like god forgiving everyone is how we should we should be right and one thing that you know like something i need to look on to myself is like if you're holding a grudge like one thing you seriously need to think about is did you actually forgive them right um oh, we can because look i know i hold grudges too and so we can relate that back to selfishness by saying, if you're holding a grudge, is it really about yourself? Is it because they wronged you? Or are right. you being selfish in this situation? Right. Ultimately, ultimately, like, you hold a grudge. Like, you were angry at someone. The reason why you won't forgive them is because you don't want to get hurt again. You don't want to, like, what happened to happen again. Like, right. it's all ultimately, se- like, reverts back to selfishness. Right. Um, so, one of the passages I really wanted to have on here was Colossians 3.13 which says, bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you has a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. And so we could really say forgiving is only step one. We cannot hold grudges because God does not hold grudges. And so, like, that's step one. Like, forgive. Right. Um, but if someone hurts you, it's also important to still protect yourself from being hurt in, like, the same way before. Right. I thought like that's where, like being more cautious comes in which is something i need to work on Mm. um but you can't like treat them differently because you expect them to do the same thing they did before so that's kind of 
you can kind of forget a little bit, but it is smart to be cautious so you don't like well yeah i think hurt again right i think the main that that's that's the main thing is like forgive someone but like and yeah it's great like you should still protect yourself but don't expect them to like you forgave them like that should be their clean slate but like don't expect them to mess up again like i mean obviously we're all imperfect like we all mess up in different ways but yeah don't expect that from them yeah you still you can't that's that's a fine. I thought that's a fine line between yeah. forgiving someone with a clean slate and being cautious and holding a grudge. Mm-hmm. Like you can't let your cautiousness turn into a grudge for that person because you're like, oh, they've hurt me once before. I'm forgiving them, but I'm keeping it in the back of my mind just in case they do it again. Yeah, because that's kind of more along the lines of a grudge, I'd say. Yeah, in a way, but like instead. Just be cautious saying, I'm forgiving them and I'm giving them a clean slate, but maybe if you see the behaviors starting again that, like, started the last time they maybe hurt you or something, like, maybe that's when you could maybe slowly back away from the relationship or the situation and still love that person and still, you know, like, know that you've forgiven that person, but you can take the cautious steps to maybe protect yourself too. And one thing that I feel like is really hard to recognize is that we mess up, too. Yeah. And it's, like, don't let your pride get in the way. Like, don't let your pride ruin a relationship. Like, if you realize you messed up, like, apologize. That's not embarrassing. Like, if, No, yeah. Because, I mean, the person you apologize to, whether they accept it or not, they're going to appreciate that you apologize. Like, they're going to want you to have apologized. Right. Like, I mean... Because you can say, like, we appreciate when, if someone apologizes to you, so obviously they'd appreciate if you apologize to them. It makes it easier for you to forgive someone. Right. And it's, like, leading into that, like, it's easy to forgive someone who asked for forgiveness Mm -hmm. and acts differently than they did before. But it's significantly harder to forgive someone who hasn't asked for forgiveness or acts exactly the same and does the same things all the time. But yeah, we're still called to. We Jesus still need to, right? Still forgave all of us, right? Even though we haven't all repented, or maybe we have repented, but we still go back to the same sin, right? Over and over, God still forgives that sin. And like, and remember, like holding on to that anger, that grudge is only hurting you. Yeah, like it's giving whoever hurt you power over you, like that they should not have. Right. Um. And, and again, that's where you can be cautious, but don't hold the grudge. Right. And if you are or have held a grudge against someone, just think about all the time, anger, and hurt you could have saved yourself if you just forgave them. Right. So kind of to recap our forgiveness point, like, don't hold grudges and forgive everyone because God forgave us and God doesn't hold a grudge against us. Like, how awful would that be? Right. If God held a grudge against us. Um, and then... If you're going to do that, if you're going to forgive them, then, and it's easier to forgive someone who asks for forgiveness, then you should also be the one to ask for forgiveness if you're in the wrong. Like, don't let your pride overcome, like, overcome yourself and, like, stop you from asking for forgiveness. Right. And it's hard. And, like, but being a Christian, we were never told being a Christian was going to be easy. Right. And if we want to live life like Christ, um it's gonna there are gonna be things that are difficult right so 
to recap are three ways to imitate Christ's example when fighting selfishness. Mm -hmm. Point one, patience. Patience. Point two was humility. And finally, point three, forgiveness. Thank you for tuning in to a Christian Girls POV podcast. Before we go, we want to say a special thank you to our sponsors, the fireworks shop Bailey and I went to, cloth seats, the dermatologist, and dog food. They really make this all possible. Really, we couldn't we couldn't do it without you guys. And so, for our final segment, everyone's favorite part of the podcast, mm-hmm. up in this hizzle is a hoot and a half with Haley. Here's Haley. Hello, everybody. It's Haley. <laughs> Um, okay, so as many of you know, um, I live overseas and I'm still getting used to it. We've been here for about a month now, so I have a funny story for you guys. Um, so the other night we got invited to, um, this dinner at these people's house and I was so excited. They asked me to bring dessert. So I was like, oh man, I have to make like the best dessert because I have to make a good impression. You know, I just like built it up in my head. So I was like, okay, I'll make this poke cake and it's like chocolate cake with like, and then you drizzle, like you poke holes in it and then you drizzle like all this stuff on it and it's like really fancy. So I was like so ready for it. Well, um, olives are a really big thing in our country and, um, all I had in the house was olive oil. So y'all, I literally got a box cake mix, which are a little bit more expensive because they're imported, but I had a box cake mix y'all. It doesn't take much to mess up a box cake mix. But y'all, I didn't even think about it. And I used olive oil instead of vegetable oil. And it told me to put like a cup in there. So I didn't think anything about it. Just put it in there. So it starts baking. And I start smelling something throughout the house as it's baking. And I'm like, what in the world? Why does it smell like that? So I go to open the oven. And I'm just overwhelmed with the smell of olives. (laughs) Y'all, it was horrible. So I was like, okay, maybe it just smells bad. Maybe it doesn't taste bad. I took a bite and it tasted like olives also. So rest in peace to my ideal dessert. I had to make some really quick cookies and they were fine. But, you know, sometimes your expectations, you just got to let go of them. And perfection. No, grace over perfection, guys. Grace over perfection. (laughs)